Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix Finder, only at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. This is KJ Live with Chris Johnson. And Chris is having conversations with influencers in the sports world and entertainment industry. Now here's Chris Johnson. You are now tuned in to KJ Live. Today's very special guest on the show is a man I've known for virtually my entire life. He is a big reason I'm the person I am today, the basketball player and the human being. Please welcome in 
Crenshaw High School varsity boys basketball head coach Ed Waters is in the building. What's up, hey, Ed? Hey, hey, forever. <laughs> Waters! <laughs> Forever, let's, go. Forever. let's go. Oh man, hey, I, hey, hey, I've been so glad to um have you on. Look, people don't know this, but we actually recorded a pilot years ago before podcasting was a thing. Me, you, Marcus, yeah, we, we remember that whole thing, man. We recorded the this garage, the back garage, yes, hey, the back garage, man. So, so we've been at this thing for a while, but but I wanted to bring you on the show, Ed, because you know. I want to just talk about in the beginning, just sort of how you got in, fell in love with the game. That's a lot of the times I want to get people's perspectives about the foundations and the roots and why they chose this path. We're a different breed basketball people. And so uh, if you could just expand on that for us a little bit, what started you off, man? You know, uh, to be quite honest with you, uh, my family moved to the West side. And the first thing I found out was that there are a lot of, a lot of sports going on, a lot of athletes. I haven't had uh, experienced that. And we used to play, they used to play in the alley uh, over off of Van Ness, backboard on a garage. And, <laughs> and the problem for me was I was a left-hander who didn't have any skills. It's the worst <laughs> combination ever. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, skill, Ed, no skills? Come on. No, I had, I had no skills. Okay. It was the worst combination ever. So, uh, because I didn't get picked ever, I I got a basketball and went by back there by myself. I was my own first personal trainer, um, and so uh, and as time went on and evolved, I started getting picked. I become became the number one pick. And when you're young like that, trying to guard a left hander is really really tough. People don't really figure out what you can do, and so that part in terms of player. Uh, got me involved, and then I was in a great vortex. I began to learn the game between Van Ness Park, Audubon, 42nd Elementary, and, uh, and, and Rancho Park. And between those parks, this is where uh, I fell in love with the game. Who, who are some of the contemporaries, some of your contemporaries, some of the athletes that you came up with? I know my dad tells stories. I know if I think back to my memory, I came up with a lot of dudes that eventually, you know, made something out of themselves on the athletic side. Who were some of the contemporaries that you were competing against at that time? Well, you know, a lot of guys that I was competing against, um, they were at uh, coming up to Audubon Junior High School on Saturday mornings. It was the greatest collection of uh, of athletes, and I mean, some of your listeners may or may not know a lot of the guys, but yeah. the most beautiful jump shot I'd ever seen was Luther Filia, <laughs> who played in Loyola. He had a body, he had the leg, and then you know Robert Johnson, who eventually played at Crenshaw and had a brother Eddie Johnson, was the master of ceremonies at Audubon. He he had great personnel. And he had uh, knew how to pick the teams and they ran the court. And for me, I have to tell you, Chris, that the open run with guys that don't really know each other. Yeah. Is the greatest run <laughs> still today for me ever, because you're now just dealing with IQs hmm. and guys that I accuse names on a board and guys that have accused. But at that time, there weren't a lot of guys like going into the NBA. Uh, yeah. Your dad was special, man, uh, in terms of his track. 
But I, I still was around a lot of great players, guys that were at Fisk, guys who had some HBCUs before it was even popular. Yeah. And uh, coming home in the summer uh, uh, and getting and getting that run. I really didn't start getting around guys who were going to end up going to the NBA until the UCLA run in the summer. Okay. Uh, your dad and I, would uh, we'd have a two-day workout. We'd go to the beach and run and then go straight to the gym. And uh, and now we're talking about Sydney, which you're talking about Kareem. You're talking Jeez. about Maggie. Uh, you're talking about all of it. Leon Wood, who's a you know a great ref. Uh, Absolutely, now, a bunch of guys like that. So, you know, because of your dad, I began to get connected to those type of situations and just you know built the love even more. How how has pickup basketball changed from back then? Because typically, I always fig I felt like pickup basketball was sort of a microcosm of how they're calling stuff or how the game is played in the league um, back then. Did you know you guys call your own fouls? What score did you go up to? Like, what was the sort of the atmosphere of pickup basketball back then? The atmosphere was that uh, guys were going to do any and everything <laughs> legal and illegal to make sure that they didn't lose that game. Facts. <laughs> so now you're talking about you're going to nine, it's eight up. And everybody's calling phantom fouls, no foul. They're not going back to the other end. <laughs> the eight up game, oh, which geez. is going to take fifteen, you know, ten to fifteen minutes. That that game is, you know, depending on who the person was, it going to twenty five minutes an hour. Guys arguing, guys just shooting a shot, a hand up. You fouled me, and big arguments out of that. But uh, in was it? Did, did it get violent at all? Did, like, were there fights back then, or how did that? How, how was stuff handled back then? It was it, it it wasn't violent, but you had stuff like don't trip if the dude who was calling the foul was not happy. There's one ball in the gym. He's taking his ball and he's out. <laughs> <laughs> he's out. The classic: you know, take my ball and go home. Huh? Take my ball and go home, or take my ball and sit on the sideline. And, and watch y'all chill. And watch y'all yeah, chill. Yeah. And then and then and then you know people would give in, you know, because the guys that were he was playing against didn't want the game to end like that. And the guys that were with him didn't want the game to end like that. There was no violence. It was really generational basketball at its finest. And guys like me learning, you know, and uh they used to say, pick up little man, pick up little man. And uh, I had guys calling me in like that, but there's no violence. Yeah, that's great. That's great to know, because um, when I was coming up, I, I mean, I was privy to those grown man runs and stuff. And a lot of times it'd be a lot of talking. And, you know, sometimes you'd see some, some stuff, some get them up. But, I like you know, now and then today in today's era, you know, I like kind of how things have moved away from all that. And uh, yeah. it's become yeah. it's become really just about basketball and and, yeah. and, and pajamas and all type of stuff that they wear. But <laughs> but uh, no, I digress. But uh, after Crenshaw. So wait, let me let me get this straight. No, I want to know this because I've always wondered about this. What is the origin of the nickname Bosco? At, at, at the time. There was a uh, a uh, an additive to to milk that turned it into chocolate milk, and it was Bosco. Oh, that's sick! <laughs> but but at that time, you also have to know in terms of throwing shade. Yeah, your dark skin, you know, would not oh. be, you know your dark skin would not be hair. 
So it's another way of saying you you real black. <laughs> wow. So that was a thing back then. It was light skin versus dark skin back then. Still, absolutely. <laughs> like I, absolutely no. It's not even a question. It was even worse. You know, as the story goes, dark skin really didn't flip till Michael Jordan got popular. Wow. Facts. That's kind of, that's kind of the real real. Now wow. now all of a sudden it was dark and handsome and good looking and tall and bald headed. But prior to that, you're dark skinned, you got nappy hair, you don't have a real fro, you're Bosco. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Bos Bosco was legendary, man. I, I, I remember your game early on. And you were unstoppable. Your shakes, your hezies. I mean, you were doing this stuff in the 70s and 80s. I mean, hezzy game for you, floaters, euros. I mean, I saw all that type of stuff from you early on when I'm like 10, 11, you know, I see you out in the runs, bro. I saw all of that. I was in the building, so do not get it twisted. Uh, I, I, I had some weird stuff going on, and I think back to that. I, I got to where my my layup package had so many high arches. I, I, was, announcing, I was announcing during games, you know, and at that time, Elgin Baylor was my guy. And I'm I'm making moves and I'm I'm announcing and I'm Baylor with the high arch good. Uh and so I was announcing while I was playing, but yeah, I, I became famous for a very high arch layup package. That's killer. You after Crenshaw, you went to Eastern Washington, right? Yes. And talk about your experience in college playing college basketball. How what conference, like what level was Eastern back then? And what was the what was like your coach like? I just want to hear about that. I never talked to you about that. Well, first of all, I want to give some flowers to my coach, uh, Jerry Krause, who has cancer. He is uh, going to be inducted into the NCAA Hall of Fame. Uh, he was a, He's a great researcher. Uh, and at the time, he was really kind of ahead of his time with our package. We ran a flex package. We pressed. And uh, I was a point guard. And two years ago, uh, they took uh, uh, our team our 77 team and put them in the hall of fame. And then they decided to put me in the hall of fame. And congratulations, so congratulations, congratulations, brother. Thank you. My assist record is no one near it. Uh, the closest guy is probably 400 assists below me. Wow. And so it's just amazing that, that that still happens, but we're in AIA. We're in the evergreen conference and uh, you know, central state was our rival. They're always going to the regional. I had an all American on our team, Ron Cox, who ended up being, you know, an All-American. You're riding around in vans all the way, all over the uh, state of California. Uh, you can't hardly, excuse me, of Washington. You can't hardly sleep. But interesting enough, the basketball swag was still going on because people like Kenny Tyler were at Gonzaga University. Hmm. And so we would go in there in the summer and have these runs. And Kenny was a great guard that came out of California. Uh, but it was very competitive, uh, and we were always on top of the conference, either winning it uh, or in second place. And we had a we had an outstanding coach. Yeah, playing at Eastern, which was in what city of the state of Washington? Cheney, which is about ten to fifteen miles from Spokane. So it's close to Spokane. But I find it really interesting just on how the the state of Washington, the Pacific Northwest, the ball players that they have been produced out of there in the last ten to fifteen years. Some high-level dudes. This Paolo Bancaro, the number one pick, Chet Holmgren recently. Um, these guys are from that area. Brandon Roy brings some names up. And you had some ball players out there. What I remember, though, um, something I remember uh, I always think about 
um, this guy named Ed Peppel in Mercer Island. And right. just and just when you because it was something about we were playing them and you you were like aware. I don't remember, but I just remember just that name has always resonated. What is it about that area and basketball, man, that made them that makes produces so many good basketball players and coaches? We, we have we we have something to learn in Los Angeles. And I, I, I not only look at Seattle, but I look at uh, Canada and then and then go to European basketball. And there is a uh, there is a cooperation hmm. from the lowest level to the highest level for development. Wow! Uh, and 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 that has to do also with a cooperation that's that's non competitive between on the AAU circuit. Hmm. It's not, you know it's not me against you. It's us trying to get these guys developed and help them get to where they want to go. And I think in the cases of like a Seattle. I think you have that great cooperation where the AU is connected to the high school, which is connected to the college, mm. which is connected to the community. Great and, point. you know, and then outside of that, I've always admired Canada. Uh, and, 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 and what ends up happening is it has to do with where's your pride at? And so, as you know, as somebody played overseas, they take this stuff really, really seriously, Thanks. no matter how big or small the country is. But behind that, is a tremendous pride that carries over. Uh, and that's something I think we can learn more from in Los Angeles. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, and I've talked to a number of people on this podcast about that from Jason Hart to others in the game, uh, just about the developmental process of basketball in LA, in California, in, in the United States. A good friend of mine is a scout for the Phoenix Suns. He was on the pod, but he was just talking about how the system is broken. Some points that you just brought up about, that area just on how it's us against everybody else, not us yeah. against each other. When you start fighting amongst each other, beefing, having these issues, you know, yeah. you're never going to be able to cooperate. And, and, and that at the end of the day, the kids aren't going to get the work that they That's need it. to be on the same page. That's no, it. no, you're absolutely right, man. That, that is such a trip. We, we definitely have a long way to go out here. Now, after Eastern, didn't you try with the Bucks? I did. Um, I, I was in the free agent camp. And uh, it was interesting because that summer, one of the great runs was at Memorial Park in Santa Monica. Mm. And and so I I really had a lot of success up there. I walk in the gym and guys would drop guys and put me on a team. Uh, <laughs> nice. Nice. We, we, would, we would get on runs. Uh, if I lost, I automatically got picked up for the next run. But interestingly enough, the summer before I went to Milwaukee, um, Norm Nixon, Michael Cooper were all playing up at Memorial. And uh, and I had a lot of success on a particular day. And they asked your dad who I was. And uh, and so in asking your dad, your dad, you know, really, your dad is the person that that introduced me to another level of basketball. People I probably would have never met. And going up to UCLA and playing, I didn't get to play all the time when I went up to UCLA, but I never missed going. Fact. And so, and in this situation, uh, you know, he he was a course at the Bucks. Uh, I've been playing well. I also came out of Eastern heralded, and so he helped give me an opportunity. Uh, and uh, at the time, Don Nelson was a coach. I was experiencing the craziest thing ever with two a days and not eating in between the second one because I was sitting in the tub and I, with ice. 
Oh, you didn't have time to eat. And I had to experience nothing like that. What was know? it? What was the NBA training camp like back then, Ed? What was it, it like? Was, it was uh the, the guys with guaranteed contracts weren't chilling. Chilling. They were chilling. They were chilling. And then you had kind of these other guys, and he had some guys from colleges, some colleges, small colleges, big colleges, or whatever. And uh, but it was grueling. It was unmerciful. Uh, it was grueling, and they were just trying to see, you know, what you were made of. We had all at uh, Marquette University, and I remember uh, when uh, Coach Nelson called me over. He said, "Ed," <laughs> called me over. <laughs> and I ran over, and, and he said, "You know, thanks." <laughs> you know. <laughs> Thanks for coming and thanks for this. And I always remember I walked out into the hallway of Marquette University and I looked at uh, the Christine grass with, you know, some popes on it. And I just I settled that I was OK, you know, and I didn't think that I was going to chase it. You know what I mean? Oh, I, really, I was going to chase it. I kind of and I, I end up doing a couple of things in between that. I, I went to Vegas when, you know, what's 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 now the D League. Was that that was kind of starting up then, and I went to Vegas and did some stuff there, and I and I did a couple of things overseas, but I never really chased it because I just saw what it did to a lot of guys. It didn't make it. Hmm. So when you say you saw what it did, is it the mental and emotional level of taxing and just the letdown or the grind of it all? Like, what do you mean by what you saw what it did to other guys? You know, you, you have different levels. You have guys that actually think they can't miss and everybody's telling them that yeah. and they've had certain stuff. And it's like this, bro. It's like, I know the college program is listing you at six, seven, but when you get to, when you get to the NBA tryout, you're not six, seven. <laughs> <laughs> you're six, four, six, three-ish. And it's a, it's a different it's a different level, you know what I mean? Oh. And so guys ran into stuff that they didn't know they were going to go into. And then the biggest thing is that you are walking around with a skill set that you can no longer use in uh, in a high-level way. Yeah. And that's a mind-blower. It's still a mind-blower for guys today. It's like you got these tools, you got this knowledge, but because, you know, things didn't go your way, or you're older now, and it didn't, and, and it didn't work out. And I remember Norm Nixon, who uh, you know used to play for the Lakers, won some championships. He told me, he told me I had the game. He said it's about timing, and that's another part of it. It's you know timing uh, is so huge when all things are considered, you know. And so you have guys who you know can't let go of what didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, facts because you work so hard for so long at something and if you're lucky enough to be good at what you do you feel like you just deserve you know the opportunity because you see some other guys that are there and look we're not hating on anybody that makes the no. league but you no. see other guys that you know you can bust their ass or you have busted their ass and you know given the same opportunity you could perform in a similar fashion well, let's put some clarity on that. You're one of those guys. <laughs> Facts. No question. <laughs> a lot of ass and play with a lot of the guys. Yeah. And let them know that I'm either better than you uh, or as good as you. And so uh, it, it, it's very challenging because I actually saw your development and I, and I, you know, I felt that you're an NBA player. 
Thank you, Ed. I appreciate that. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind-down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. You know, me for me, when I look at myself and think back, you know, I wasn't doing 
the right stuff. I wasn't doing everything off the court that it takes. And I, and I look back and I have some accountability with that now. And I know that cause I was partying, I was living like I was in the league and I was going, to, I was going to, I was going into freaking pre-draft camp. Hey, hey, pre-draft camp. I'm out every night. And then they, they got the undercovers at the club telling on me every night, hanging out with me every night, yes, dabbing me yes, up. So, yes. I, so I know why I didn't make the league. Um, and a little bit on the defensive side back then, you know, it was like they had these prototypical twos and threes that, you know, you had to be a certain size and you had to be able to guard in a certain kind of way. So I always but but at the end of the day, it it, it was definitely uh, it was on me. Um, yeah. But back to the training camp. I remember my first sure. training, my first training camp uh, was with uh, the Timberwolves during the lockout. Yeah, so yeah. I, you know, I'm in Minnesota with Steph and KG and, <laughs> and, and and the legendary Sam Mitchell, who I have a Sam Mitchell. He's one of those vets. He was one of those vets, dude, that just rode the rookies. You know, he rode the rooks, so he was always, yeah. you know, making you do extra running in the lines. He was calling you out in front of Flip. You know, Flip. You know, he's making sure to point out, oh, the young fella didn't, you know. Uh-huh. He's, he's one of those type of dudes. So if you if you were a French guy like I was, uh, you have no chance with a guy like Sam Mitchell <laughs> in practice. But uh, but uh, but yeah, but back to you, man. Uh, after walking through that hallway at Marquette University, man, and coming to that realization, was it then you decided to coach? Because I remember your career and your life kind of took a different type of journey where you kind of delved in politics a little bit. Sure. But what 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 was the epiphany in that Marquette hallway? It's the, the the coaching epiphany wasn't there. And you don't know how much appreciation that you're asking me this question because I don't get to share it a lot. But what happened was is that when I was at Eastern, we went to uh, uh, a medical facility of some mentally challenged kids. And our job was to do kind of a mini camp there. And so uh, we went in and we were divided up. And Chris... For some reason, my my uh, my half of the court with these kids, they were the most excited about anything I was told that they ever done. And I was looking and I was just being energetic and clapping. And, you know, I was already a captain on Eastern. So my leadership leadership skills were there. And I just put everything I could into those kids. And the facility wrote a letter to Eastern about how I impacted those kids. And I said to myself, I impacted some kids that are mentally challenged. I connected with them in some way. And that's when it started for me. Hmm. And how did you continue to go down that path of helping, affecting people? Like, what was the next kind of step, phase of, of Ed Waters development? I spent another year at Eastern and I helped out on the coaching staff there. And oh. I was really, really challenged because I was still looking at things from a player's point of view. Yeah. So, you was expecting um, them to do stuff that yeah. you would, could do, but yeah. yeah. That part. And I was tripping off of, you know, how I would handle discipline and in, uh, in some different ways too. I was looking at that. So I had an affinity for the player, but I also had a respect for the coach. And I remember that that kind of, you know, going going away. But my real kind of my real kind of time is that I spent a lot of time volunteering. Uh, as you know, I was at the Inglewood YMCA. Oh, yeah. Uh, the great days that we had there. 
I remember with the Hawkeyes, the Hawkeyes, baby. And I remember having to talk with you. And I was, I remember telling you that, that because nobody could really guard you because of your size. But I remember telling you that if you learn this footwork on the inside, your game on the outside is going to be that. And, you know, one of, one of your, one of your, uh, your skills is footwork. Uh, and I take it all the way back to that because you were playing inside with us. I wouldn't let you play outside. You weren't shooting any, Jimmy. We were going, <laughs> we were going to the hall. And, uh, and from Inglewood, uh, YMCA, a coach saw me there uh, at Washington and asked me to come over and coach the freshman. I coached the freshman over there, and we won the league. Crenshaw was in the league. We, we, uh, we, we won the league. I then connected with um, – with Crenshaw, I coached with Coach West for a couple of years, and uh, I I left there, and I I got an assistant's job at Central Washington University uh, in Ohio, uh, and oh and Central Jeff, State Central State I mean I'm sorry Central State University yeah. in Ohio yeah uh, and uh, Kevin Porter, who used to play in the league, was the head coach at the time, and so I got that experience. Then I came back. Uh, and I got with I uh, I came back. I got with Crenshaw for a second stint. I would end up doing three stints wow. with Coach West. So after my second stint with Coach West, I went and took over at Jefferson High School uh, on the east side. And I couldn't get any of my boys to come over there and help me. I said, "Hey man, I'm over on the other side of Hooper." They kept saying, "Hooper? <laughs> I know. No, it's Hooper." But I went over there, and Chris. What we did over there energized the entire community. Yeah, football was kind of the thing over there. I had guys from the community playing ball, and uh, I never, I never forget Crenshaw came to Jeff to play, and they had you know Marcus Williams, all these six six guys, and uh, I heard at halftime Coach West went into his guys because we're only down there. We, we, we were down only by three and we <laughs> left the game only by three. And they told me coach West was going bananas. So I had a great time over there. And then I left Jeff and came back over to Crenshaw uh, uh, with, with, with coach. And eventually after he left, uh, I took over the head coaching position. Well, the, your first stint, I believe at Crenshaw was with me, right? That was our was that our era of ninety yes ninety two ninety two yes yeah yeah and so that 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 era because I had been in Montclair prep um you know I had I was in Montclair then I went to Italy and you know I got held back over in Italy come back repeat the eighth go here go there so I'm I'm everywhere but then my dad you know he's like why don't you go to Crenshaw I guess because Bob Webb my coach at Montclair was was retiring low key. And yeah. so we weren't really rolling with the next staff that were coming was coming in. So my dad at breakfast one morning just, you know, comes up with this question, kind of, you know, over pancakes, you know, hey, you, what do you think about transferring to Crenshaw? And yeah. I'm just, I was just kind of like, huh? Like, uh, I, I, I was, I don't know. I, I've been chilling in Bel Air. I was, I was over at Montclair Prep for the last couple of years. So I was kind of, you know, a little hesitant about the Shaw. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't until he took me down to the run. Um, where I got the, where I got the hoop against them guys in, yeah. the, in the small gym, yeah, and, and, and where I realized like, yo, I could really play on this level, and you know, I decided to make the move. Eventually, you know, we had a hellacious run at the Shaw. I wanted to ask you, what was your favorite memory of that first season together 
of when we were at Crenshaw. We ended, we ended up winning state, finished number five in the country. What was your favorite memory of that season? Well, well, first, I, I have to add in that you should know that I was over at Southwest College at the time with uh, with Joe Weekly. Oh. Uh, and he, you know, and uh, and uh, he didn't have a gym. Yeah. So his practices were at Crenshaw. Yeah. But I had that job and Joe Weekly told Southwest, even though there wasn't a position, they had to find a position for me. And so it was my first paid coaching position. Mm. But then you, Tremaine, and Rico decided you were going to Crenshaw, and we were all been together at Triple Threat. I left a paying job to come. I to didn't realize that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yes, I left a paying job wow. to, to, to because because of you guys, and 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 it started with you, you know, and then the rest of them was a pile up. But I left a paying job to come with that. So that that's gonna be a great memory, just that process. Yeah. But you know, your layup. My <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it ha- it, it's it's still there. <laughs> you just see it happening, you know. Your and, layup. <laughs> you know, I gotta tell you, man, your your desire to be the best and and your passion is something I experienced. It's still like at the top three of my stuff in terms of guys because and and, and the craziest thing about you, which is it's it, it's super funny to me. It's like you did not care if you were going to take every single freaking shot. You cared about nobody. You know, and, and I mean, you you had no sympathy for nobody. It does. You felt that you needed to take every shot, and if you were gunning, and they were telling you, "Hey, you wouldn't hear none of that. You're going to take the next shot." But because of that. You were already always ready for the big shot. Facts. Facts. You're just ready for it. Why? Because that's how you treated it. I can score anytime. I'm gonna do that. And I don't care how you guys feel. Man. And so that that right there is another great memory for me. Your, that passion, that layup, and that whole scene. I you can't you, you can't single out anything with that first year because so much happened. You know, some you know Tremaine folks is there. Rico is there. Rico, I eventually would get up to Central State uh, to play before he went to Fresno. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. It's just that whole time was just a great, great experience for me. Oh yeah, I mean that that was some of the best time times of my life. Uh, being at Crenshaw for those two years, you know, just being immersed in that Crenshaw culture. Being, you know, just that that whole thing, rolling on the shawl, South Central. I mean, it was it was like so much fun. But the, yeah. thing, the thing that stands out for me um, was just how hard everything was, uh, just how difficult, how taxing mentally and physically practice was our workouts, our preseason conditioning. I mean, it was the hardest thing I had ever experienced. I literally. Trans, my body people don't remember this but i, I trans I actually transformed my body 
during yeah. that training camp. I was, if you yeah. remember, like my first game against Garfield, if you remember, I had to wear the short shorts, but I look back at those yeah. pictures. I look back yeah. at those pictures. I was like, damn, I was in kind of decent shape, but yeah. I, I didn't Absolutely. even realize, I didn't even realize it. Cause we was just, I'm just like waking up like, oh man, I got this shit today. Like, whoa. Yeah. Cause yeah. we were, we were running the, we, we would run like three miles and have to run the Ridge. We'd come back, <laughs> come back to campus on the run, people in cars <laughs> following us. And then, <laughs> no, on the real, it was crazy. No, no, and, absolutely. And and then and then, you remember, and then we get back and we still got to do more running and we got to do calisthenics. We outside, we're doing pull-ups, we're doing push-ups. Coach Duckett got us on the jump ropes. We're doing all type of stuff. And that, and that's before it's like three hours of stuff. And then we go into the gym and spend two yeah. hours on defense. Yeah. <laughs> it was unbelievable. But I tell you what, Ed, I make no mistake about it. That those y'all coaches on that staff, it was my it was the sickest coaching experience I ever had. It was the most taxing and it got the most out of me. I had never yes. been, I had never gotten so much out of me as yeah. what I did with y'all <laughs> and that whole crew. You, you, Coach West, Coach Duckett, Coach yeah. Stevenson, Coach Tony, you know, it was like nine, ten coaches, yeah. Maynard yeah. when he would come through, but yeah. just the whole crew. It was a whole yeah. crew of men, yeah. coaches that were yeah. mentors and you guys were talking to us. After every practice, so it'd be your time, or it'd be Coach Steven, or it'd be Coach Duggett. So somebody be talking to us every day. So we just getting this right. this positive role model, super duper reinforcement. Keep stay on the right path. Don't be doing no BS. Don't be screwing <laughs> up. No, on the real, man. That 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 stuff that y'all yeah. did, and I look back on it now. Those talks and yeah. that that level of accountability, man is a lot a reason why a lot of us a lot of us stayed out of a lot of trouble and, and yeah. it kind of kept our head on straight man i really appreciate you uh yeah. for for that time of my life especially um i also remember and you talk about my passion for the game and i'll tell you where i got it from my passion for the game was based on the competition the environment of competition that i grew up in around you my dad when you, we'd be in there in the summers and Every doggone thing was a doggone competition. Remember, we do the off-brand. I, I mean, I think we put the T-ball. I mean, we be doing stuff outside. I mean, any game, we be doing all type of other sports. Look, we hey, it was about winning. So I always wanted to beat you. So I play one-on-one. Remember the wooden center we got to the fight one time? I remember you like being on top of me. Like, like I just remember that whole I'm on the floor. I think I'm 13 trying to kick you and doing all type of stuff. But all that to be said, all those days of the front yard, Bel Air, um, you know, front driveway, one-on-one yeah. games, then running the hill together. And then yeah. we, remember, I remember we used to hit the dudes together, Ed, and you made it, you just showed me you could make it all the way to the top. And you, and you passed out though. You you were like passed out for like 30 seconds, then came back, but you made it all the way to the top. So it's like all those things that I was privy to and you guys, you know, we treated me like a brother. So I was kind of yeah. involved in all that with y'all. Yeah. That, that's why I was so passionate about everything, man. You guys don't understand. Even at Inglewood, why? Going back to that, when you and my dad used to talk about Bill on Georgetown, yeah. Dollar Bill, yeah. I still yeah. remember his game, dog. Like, yeah. I hold on to that. Like, I held on to De'Ron, Bill. Yeah. Like, I yeah. held on to that. Like, that drove me like oh, to, to level. <laughs> The oh, level like I gotta be nice. I gotta be nice for Day Rod. I gotta be nice for Bill. And so I, I so my career, I used to treat things with the level of seriousness. So you know, no yeah. mat, every matchup I had, man, I was in there. It was it was it was personal for me. I sometimes I would go overboard, but my passion, I was serious, man. I was serious, man. I was oh, not trying to tell me. You definitely were. <laughs> you were you serious is not even a word. <laughs> oh Lord, no, those are some good times. Man, talk about 
just when Coach West retired. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a it was a process of trying to figure out who the next coach was going to be. Mm-hmm. You were involved in that. I just, just talk a little bit about that process and how you felt when you were named head coach at, at probably the most legendary program in high school basketball. Well, the, the, the true thing about it is that despite the fact that I came back over to Crenshaw uh, for my third stint, kind of prior to it was going to happen, there wasn't this, man, I want to be the head coach at Crenshaw thing. What really was happening was that there was an accreditation issue that was brought up at the school. And I came to a meeting and when I learned about what it was really about, the school was really actually on probation. Westchester had been on probation, too. That was not in the news. We were in the news for because we're Crenshaw and that whole negative feel about where they were going toward us was really, really, uh, it really got to me. And I asked Coach West if I could come back. But for the first time in my third stint, he didn't answer me like he normally did. Mm -hmm. And so fast forward, I'm kind of chilling and waiting to see, hey, am I going to get back here? And then he tells me, it was like a godfather scene. I'm at your dad's marriage. We're in the Marina Del Rey. Uh, at that spot, getting married, and Coach West was there. And right after your dad, you know, uh, got married, Coach West said, "I'll see you in the gym on uh, on Monday." <laughs> <laughs> nice, Coach. Just, just like that. And so, and then moving into that, and then of course, a lot of speculation uh, start happening around, you know, who was going to be, you know, the next person and all that. And I mean, you had folks like, you know, John Williams applied i remember they they talked about how thick of a, a dossier he he turned in with all of his stuff you know of course uh, maurice duckett who had been with coach uh, all of those years i was coming off of what was the only in the history of of uh, la a jv championship and we won a jv championship got you know went down to city hall like we were varsity uh, got acknowledged, and uh, we went, you know, twenty six and zero. And so my and I was right there, so that kind of had me in the mix, whether I wanted to or not. I was real prevalent. I was right there as assistant. I had been there, and so a lot of stuff was going on. And what you know, what's crazy in all this, Chris, is that people have so many opinions about this position, mm-hmm. about the evolution of this position. Mm-hmm. And, and people tend to think for some reason that they have some greater passion than I do about Crenshaw High School. Hmm. This is my neighborhood. I went 42nd Audubon Crenshaw. Hmm. I mean, when Cren- and Coach West found me in Crenshaw because there was no YMCA building. Crenshaw was a YMCA on Saturday. And he saw me playing on a side court and told somebody, I got to have that little man. And so when people are acting like, you know, they're way more passionate about what happens here and than me, I just look at it, but they don't understand my, my roots go, go, go way, way back. I don't talk about it, but it's interesting that, 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 you know, what happened in that evolution, everybody had their own coach. Everybody still has their own coach, but 
there's things that's happened to me to let me know that this is really where God wants me to be. Uh, I've had, you know, I had a health challenge and God said, no, it's just a timeout. You roll it back. And, uh, and here I am. Yeah. We're glad, you know, that was scary. Uh, yeah. I don't think I talked to you. I, I sent you a note, but I, I didn't talk to you, but uh, I'm really thankful. You, you know, you straight after that. Cause I heard about that. And it was like, yeah. People yeah. was like shook, you know. It was like everybody was shook, bro. So it was like, oh, thank God. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. 
Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Coach West, man, I mean... I tell you, I've, I've always wanted just to reminisce about and just kind of give Coach West his flowers just for giving me that opportunity at the Shaw, pushing me at Crenshaw, holding me to a standard, not taking it easy on me, and then making some tough decisions that, you know, he felt like probably was going to teach me a lesson in the long term about respecting authority um, that. I needed to learn at that time in my life. You know, my senior year, we're down in Myrtle Beach. Uh, we stop at McDonald's. Um, you know, uh, the, the decree is no soda. So, uh, you know, wait, no soda. So I'm like, okay, cool. No soda. So the whole team going to the McDonald's, this and that. You know, I go get a high seat. You know, it's not soda. It's not carbonated. High seat. The, the orange drink, and, you know, duck it. You know, Coach Duck it. It's like, y'all, what you doing? Take that, you know, throw that away and this and that. And I'm like, nah, and this and that. So Coach ended up benching me. It ended up, um, you know, not being a good look for me uh, because of disciplinary problems I, I should have avoided. But as I, I was so mad at him for a while about that, especially through college. I felt like it messed up my McDonald's game opportunity because we had all them voters down there from Myrtle Beach. And I just had 21 in the first game. And so I was like, oh, I'm about to ball out. Um, but when I look back on it and having had kids and having, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and, no, and understand, you know, about authority and, and, and yeah. telling and when yeah. respecting authority, it's like, yes, period. Yeah. it's like, period. And yes, so I would, and I kind of came to copes with that, you know, I just, <laughs> and I just always appreciated coach West for just, just the father fit, just the way he welcomed me in. Cause I was a little, you know, at first it was a little nerve nervous to be at the Shaw, yeah. but it, it was, but he yes. welcomed me in and he treated me like one of his own. So shout out to coach West. And, and we just wanted to give him flowers, man, just for, for yeah. his contributions to the game, man. One of the greatest ever. Um, how many years you've been at Crenshaw? When you think about it um, at the Shaw, Ed, your track record, well, your your career record, it's tough to follow a legend, a legend like Coach West. I mean, you're talking about someone that won 800 games, 16 city championships, I believe eight state championships. How do you reconcile following a legend. You know, um, you know, following Coach West was going to be a big deal. Uh, I remember um, I did a kind of gathering for him that had kind of like 500 people there, uh, a lot of folks. And it was so funny because uh, I'm looking around and these are all of the people who had so many opinions about who the next coach was going to be. <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm sitting there with them and I'm looking around. And then I had an issue at that, at that event because everybody wanted to speak. And so I separated, like, if you didn't go to the NBA, you couldn't get on this mic, you know? <laughs> and, and I saw, I had so much stuff going on, but um, that has been a challenge for 
not only, you know, me as a coach, but for the players too, in terms of the expectations. And so, uh, but what we, what I've never done is try to make, you know, a lot of excuses about, you know, how we can succeed and what we're able to do. You have to understand that Coach West took over at 28 years old. He was young and probably his kind of discipline aspects came from being in the South, uh, from Texas, because, you know, a lot of his characteristics reminds me of my stepdad who, who came from Houston. And, you know, like it or not, there's another level of accountability and family that goes on in the South. And so Coach West, uh, he was a disciplinarian. He was organized. It, this is a weird thing, but I just remember that he had great handwriting, probably because mine is yeah. terrible. No, he did. I, I seen it. I, he does. He, he, he had great penmanship. And that always set up because it's him and my mother to have some of the greatest penmanship. And I also think that it's something it, it's some it's something that's a part of this. It's a it's a something's part of their success. And somehow I don't know how to explain it, but I that's st that stuck out to me. But when he took over, uh, of course, the the uh, the school was at a great time. Civil rights and, and the benefits of civil rights were evolving. Tom Bradley, first black mayor of LA was there. There was a lot of good stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And then you had, you, you know, your pick of the litter from kids that were there, you know? And so his background in spending time at John Muir, Joe Weekly being at, uh, at Dinker Park mm. uh, and Crenshaw High uh, erecting itself, a mm. lot of stuff came together it, as, as soon as the very first year. Uh, and he was taking over for uh, Coach Ryan, who ended up going over to Cal State LA. Mm -hmm. And after Coach West was successful, Coach Ryan wanted to come back, and the administration wasn't feeling it. Yeah. And, and then uh, it goes on from there. And, and one of the things I remember about him, and even at the way he, he trained your, your uh, the way he trained your dad, and it's something that I carried over, was that he would be in the gym with your dad, just him, uh, working on stuff, you know. And Coach West was a, you know, a personal trainer as well as a coach. And I always said to myself when I was coming up, it didn't matter if I was in the gym with one kid or not. You know, it's just seeing that kid get better, uh, which, which you know, Coach West ended up doing. And then Coach West kept up with the trends, you know. He got the rebounding machine. He yeah. got, he, he, you know, he, he the always. Passer, the passer, the passer, the yeah, passer. He, he had the passer. You know, yeah, when you then spring we ball yeah. would spring back off yeah, and catch it. He had the he had the leaping machine. The leaper. Uh, you know, and he and he had all of the things, you know. He yeah. was studying uh he was studying UNLV and and their 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 running machine under Tark. And obviously our colors were close enough to UCLA where he took a lot of John Wooden's, you know, kind of stuff. He would go to the games. Uh, Coach West was a studier of the game, and I re and he went to basketball coaching clinics. And I remember when I was taking over his office, I've got a lot of copious notes yeah. uh, that, that he left behind. That And when you look at it today, it still applies like 100%. Bruh. You know? Co 100%. <laughs> uh, when Coach West, so things that stand out about Coach West, I remember 
first I'll say what uh, my my junior year when he he started tinkering with my shot. Um, he had me doing this thing called the shot pocket. Uh, and it's like catching it right here and it's like, hey don't bring the ball below your belly button hey so so i would just go but look it's catching it here and you go straight up and it's not like catch dip and then go up now th there's different philosophies nowadays but for that for me that ended up changing the the trajectory of my jump shot and i mm -hmm. and i developed a butter jumper when i got to ucla you know i was like i have one of the highest true shooting percentages of all time my sophomore year at UCLA, the only people that rank with me are Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and like Adam Morrison. Like wow, those, it's like 63%, some 0. 0.638 or something crazy. <laughs> and I, I just started looking it up. Like, like, this is a couple years ago. I started looking it up. Like, damn, my true shooting percentage was high. And I started wow. looking it up. I'm like, damn, Steph's shooting was only 62. And Clay's <laughs> was like 61. I'm like, what? When they was in college. But, but, yeah. Coach, but Coach West showing me that little trick, tinkering my shot. Had me, had me, had me going cracking, and then it was my senior year. Um, in practice, I think he—I don't know where this came from—but he he came up with. I mean, he he had brought like a note of like Ralph Miller at yeah. Oregon State, the yeah. two two guard front was it or yeah. or what yeah. was that? It was something, but it was sick. It was yeah. Sick. He, he ran the one four. No, excuse he me, the one four. Yeah, he got so, the one four for Ralph Miller. Yeah, and he, and, and, and 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 actually, what we call. Ralph Miller called it three lane rush. When you're passing, you got run around the cone and get back. Yeah. We we had another name. Duckett had another name for it, yeah. but he took, he got a lot of tenants from Ralph Miller, who was a great coach, of course, at the time. Yeah, absolutely. And that stuff was always impressive, just for a coach to come in like he had been just in the lab thinking about mm -hmm. us all night long. Oh, Chris, I'm gonna put Chris over here. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Oh. It's like he was like masterminding stuff, and it really resonated through the excitement he would have when he taught us. He would yeah. have this extra pep in his step when he was teacher mode. When he was teaching yeah. us stuff, he'd be jogging around. And hey, Chris, you know, he, he'll get into it. And that to me, that always resonated to have such a legendary coach uh, that hands on with it. Um, what, in your opinion, Ed, as you've seen the game sort of evolve from our my era when I was in high school to coaching up till today, what do you think has been just the biggest difference and change in high school basketball from eras of the 90s, 2000s, when you were at Jefferson and, you know, starting your early uh, Crenshaw career until two, 2022 today? Well, you know, there's there's uh, there's so much emphasis on personal training. And I mean, and when you start talking about this, one of the things that I would, would like to see happen when you start talking about the comparisons or whether it's players or whether it's processes is that there are no absolutes in this. You know, uh, I don't want coaches and guys today to say, Hey, this is what you do. It is small sided games and at one on one, bro. We always had small sided games. You know what <laughs> small sided game was? What? Hey, we all supposed to meet up at the spot, but everybody ain't there yet. So me and you gonna play one on one. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was playing one on one like all. Please, please, please. And then because I was running away from my chores. I, you know, I, I'd leave the lawnmower on one side, <laughs> run up the 42nd. I, I'd be by myself. But guess what? I'm working on my game by right. myself, right. you know, my own personal trainer. But what, what today is, is that there is the, the, the access to knowledge is tremendous. 
and um, and the uh, the access to uh, watching games, the access to uh, uh, so many different philosophies. I mean, you got the highest level, and then you got some of the highest level coaches at the D three level. You know, who are doing a crazy, amazing stuff. Their five outs looks like some 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 stuff you haven't ever seen, and so. Kind of the, the 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 big difference is is really the expansion of the knowledge and the opportunity. You know, I used to go to the library to look up stuff. I just you know sit in front of a computer now and do 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 that same thing. Yeah. So that's big. Obviously, you know you, you you gotta you gotta qualify when you start talking about the athleticism because there, there've been some guys. That's what you know, I yeah, that's that's one of my big things, man. Yeah, you just can't say, "Hey, it's so athletic." No, Crenshaw had some guys, you know, please. Holden at Louisville, Bro. you know, Duncan, you know, Tremaine, Stevie, I mean, Stevie Thompson. I mean, uh we we've, we've had some athleticism. So let's let's just not throw everything out and just recognize each other's stuff and and combine it. And what's what what's what's interesting for me is that the terminology has changed, but a lot of the stuff is stuff that was 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 being done. There is this big push now to, that one on one basketball is number one way to uh, to learn the game. That three on three basketball is the greatest way to learn the game because you get more reps and you and you have more spacing. And then the whole thing about the best way to learn the game is to play the game. And so now in scrimmages, coaches are are, are tinkering, uh, but really trying to get out of five on five, which you could get and setting up situations. I mean, we had a situation the other day. We're going to start from a dead ball and 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 how are we going to deal with that? You know, so setting up situations and trying to give kids information uh, that that's important. But it's more challenging because. People kind of say it kind of offhandedly, but there there are some attention span issues uh, and you have to really, really figure out uh, how you're going to keep, you know, the attention of your players, how you're going to get them to buy in. And, uh, and I think that's more challenging. It used to be you're going to do exactly what I tell you to do. Yeah. There's no questions to it. Yeah. And everybody understood that, that everybody was lining up like in the Army. Today, because kids have so many different experiences between AU, uh, between traveling and, uh, and, and, and those type of experience, when they get back to the high school playing, they, you know, they've done some things and they're trying to see, you know, kind of how this measures up. So it's a good and a bad with everything, but nothing is absolute. We need to figure out how to combine the two, <clears throat> you know, and we need to quit age discriminating uh, against, against each other. You you can't hear me. You 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 listening, but you can't hear me because you think I'm back from another era. But I'm actually saying some things that can have some value, and I need to listen to you too, uh, so I can see the value out of what you're saying. We're still challenged to get to that point. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com, and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. And look, my here's my thing about this stuff. Like, I know that when I was coming up, I definitely, we definitely had some age stuff going on with y'all generation, but there was never this level of disrespect Absolutely. Of, of your generation. Like, we knew Absolutely. what time 
it was with y'all because having been in them gyms, been in them workouts, been up and close and seen it, it's like, oh no, this is real shit right here. So for for the people today that sort of characterize the players back then as plumbers, as you know, repairmen and you know, they weren't, you know, having second jobs, <laughs> third jobs. No, it's the funniest, it's it's hilarious, but but my thing about it is it's like, man, that's a complete disrespect of of people that played this game at a high level. And that's the part I don't like. I think on the high school level, uh, you made a great point when you said, hey, it used to be you're going to do what I say you do when I say it. The power of the head coach has been sort of, you know, I I don't dilute it, if you will, because of, you know, the parental involvement. Look, for me, 2005, I was coaching at Verbum Day. We had a great group, Ari Allen, Gerard, uh, I forgot Gerard's name, but we had a great group. Uh, but those kids were locked in. The personalities of those kids were sort of like they're going to listen to what we said as coaches. It wasn't a yeah. lot of it wasn't a lot of t- talking back. It wasn't a lot of questioning. OK, this is pre yeah. this is pre YouTube. This is pre social media. So I also got a chance to coach my son, William, a lefty at Palisades in 2006, 14 or 15 and 16. So I got to see 10 years later, just how the, the mindset of the kids shifted. Everybody knew everything. Now they got, (laughs) no, everybody knows that. No, they know more than you. Everybody knows everything. So I'm just like, well, if y'all know everything, then why the hell are we not running it in the game? Okay. No, I'm just saying coach, it was a trip. Well, well, and, and, and also there's some definitions to disrespect. Uh, so a kid may not say a thing to you, but he ain't running as hard as he could. And not because he's tired. No. It has nothing to do with that. That's his message. You know, yeah. I kicked a kid out of a practice uh, yesterday because of that message. Because yeah. at the end of the day, no one kid can 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 be the definer of your program. No. And if, and if it is, you're going to fail. The kid sent me a long text of apology the other day and probably he was dealing with someone who had never told him no and who had never told him that his shit may stink. And so, you know, these different levels of, of, of respect, disrespect goes on, but I've been very, very fortunate in my tenure. The yesterday and always kind of looking at things because they had been, you know, repeatedly doing the wrong thing. One of the biggest problems I have in coaching right now in the practice session is that when you're in drills and the next guy up doesn't go when he's supposed to because he's thinking about all kind of randomness. And then the guy after him does the same thing. And you're thinking, oh, well, didn't you hear me say that? That's one thing. But what I did yesterday, and I never, ever do this. I said, I I called them over to the whiteboard. I said, look, we've got 300, we've played 366 games you know, in my tenure with my staff. And um, we've won 275 of them. And so we've lost 91. And I said, I'm not trying to tell you guys that I'm this great coach, but I'm just trying to tell you I do know something. I know something. And everybody that wants us to be, you know, on top of the mountain, it got described to me by a guy who was evaluating, you know, our program, our team. He said, well, you know, Crenshaw's not on the mountain, but you're on the hill, you know. I said, okay, we laughed about that and what that meant, but everybody wants us to be on the mountain 
And so when I was talking to my guys, we were talking about where we were or what we could do without dousing uh, their confidence, because that's a huge thing that you have to really, you know, deal with with young black men is you yeah. can't take away their confidence. And if you get on them, you got to find a way uh, to, to bring to bring them back up. Yeah, the, the, it's a double edge. Like you got to be able to pull them, you know, criticize them constructively and also big up them. You know, when they do do something right, that's something I definitely learned that I didn't do a lot of. I was just Mr. Negative, <laughs> ne- negative Nelly. I was always fighting. You know, I, hey, it was it was a frustrating coaching. Your son is one of the most frustrating things that there is for a man that has played the game to do sure, uh, because because sure. he, he comes from you. And so you hope and you and you wish that he would think like you, like you guys would be connected mentally. So he, he'd be out there doing what you're telepathically sending him in his head right now. But he's yeah. doing something completely different. And yeah, so yeah. it's just like that part was frustrating. But we learned and I like what you said with situations, creating situations to communicate to this generation. You got to give them stuff in small doses and That's you got to right. and you got to you got to set up situations. So we can't really give you the whole action. We got to give you yeah. guys this quick hitter. Sure. We need you this little quick action right here, and then they're gonna they're gonna lock into that because once they sometimes and and, and what I struggled with was just the the re- retention aspect of things. Um, sorry, I got this flashlight. I don't know why, but the retention aspect of everything. It's like, dang, I thought I just went over that. Um, I found myself saying that a lot, and these kids they didn't really retain the information when I was coaching. But again, the kids evolved, the game evolves, and uh, I think it's in a good place uh, uh, today. Um, do you think in your heart of hearts that Crenshaw High School can uh, return to sort of that that mountaintop? And and I know you guys have won a city championship, okay, in your tenure. Can you win an open division championship? Can you win another state championship? Or is that even or do you or do you even think of it that way, Ed? Are those long term goals, or how do you approach that? We, you know, uh, <clears throat> this growing aspect not only in Los Angeles, but around the country to, uh, and, and you see it, of course, in football to get all of the best teams in the best spot in one place. I mean, that's how your open division started. You know, you're going to get the best eight teams and then you left something, uh, you know, for the other schools in your division one. We, of course, won, you know, two back-to-back division ones. They did not say, it wasn't added to the other 16. We have 18 now. I didn't know you won back to back where I've been. I remember the one. Yeah. Okay, coach. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we went back to back. And that's when they said, wait a minute, we got to change up some things in this league. <laughs> and so, and so, and so what happens is, is that we still talk about state. We still talk about open. Um, you have coaches who really don't want to go to the open for certain reasons. The open division, you know, depending on how you may finish up, it's always going to guarantee you a state berth, you know, so you have to look at it like that. Uh, you know, people don't want to be eight and have to play one. But with all that being said, the beauty about this game is actually those matchups and those aspirations and those abilities and Crenshaw winning an open and Crenshaw going to a state when everybody thinks that that's not possible. And so that's one of the beauties of this game. And I've been in underdog situations uh, uh, in, in a lot of my own basketball career or whatever. And so uh, that challenge 
is something that we talk about. We, you know, we break in huddles. One, two, three, state. You mm, know what I mean? Nice. nice. Yeah, we, we break in huddles. And, and, and one thing about this generation in terms of retention is that you need short, sweet messages like that. You, right. you know, the, the, when we won the uh, my first championship, our mantra was united, we stand, divided, we fall. We said that every single day, you know, and that carried over to something. So you need these short messages mm. in politics. It's about messaging. Stop the steal. That thing <laughs> that's a, that that seems so simple. But the resignation of it so yeah. is uh, is killing. But our goal, Chris, is to to win state championship. What I'm encouraged by is this. For some reason, while everybody has talked about the lack of enrollment at our school, and kids are going here, kids going there, just in the basketball program right now, I have graduated like 13 families who kept sending the next kid there. Oh, wow. You know? uh, and right now, I have um, I have seven ninth graders in our program when people were saying they're not coming to school. And another very, very interesting thing that we're actually going to get some playoff of, you know, we're working on the article now, Chris, between the girls basketball program and the boys basketball program, they're like 12 siblings, you know, one plays girls basketball, the other one plays wow. girls basketball. That's dope. We got three girls that that, that came in to uh, you know all together on transfer status. That's another family. I'm I'm benefiting off of families because one mother told me I'm gonna see how you treat the ninth grader before I decide if I'm gonna send the other two, and that's happened with me. And with that right now, I've got this synergy there that speaks totally against what the news is saying, what people are saying. We got people connected. I got an unbelievable group of parents. And it's because of that that I feel that people, kids, somebody's going to return to the school. One thing I can always say, I'm sorry using your platform for this, but if you come to Crenshaw, it's like not even any question. And you can hoop that you you got you to gotta ball, yeah. you know? It's yeah. not like all of these guys are there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're fighting against all of these guys. <laughs> Lamar Lamar uh Harris came to me in one year from View Park, hadn't played any ball, no confidence, and because it's not all of these guys there, he's player of the year in his first year. Yeah. <laughs> hell, <laughs> hell. You know, because and now he's, you know, he's he's gonna he's gonna end up graduating from uh, Cumberland College in Kentucky. That's awesome. Uh, having a having a great career, but it's uh so so it's a place where guys can come and they're they're gonna ball out. Not because I'm not pitching it; it's just the reality of you know there's not a lot of guys. You know, you I got you know half my teams never even played on the AAU team. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. That's like that's like real stuff. Yeah. No. The and and. To leave you on this note, one of the one of those guys that you did have, Kevin Bradley Jr., KJ Bradley, um, watching his game, his development is it's been really a revelation. Yes. Uh, he's a big time basketball player, and yes. I feel like he he really has a shot. Uh yeah, just talk did. talk about KJ a little bit, man. And and can you replace somebody like that? You know, you know, it, we're you know, we're really guard university. Get the facts, facts. You know, you go, you go down the line. 
and it's super unbelievable. Kevin Ali, Marcus Williams, Thanks. you know. And so, and so what happens is, is that uh, KJ had a different challenge because his dad mm-hmm. was player of the year, back-to-back play. Imagine you going to Crenshaw, your dad is back-to-back player of the year, and, uh, and you got the same name as him. You know what I mean? And so they didn't come to Crenshaw the first year because of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> his dad didn't want that pressure. Yeah. But the kid was always coming up after school and just sitting there because his dad was on my staff and the kid's still in the seventh eighth grade. And he's sitting there and 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 me and him are, you know, clowning and whatever. Cause you know, Chris, if you get back to the Maya Angelo, people remember how you make you feel. And so, you know, this kid felt a certain way. And when I met with uh met with him and his mom, uh, they said they were coming to Crenshaw because of me after that conversation. But at the bottom of it was that his dad didn't want to push him anywhere. Mm. His mom, you know, went to Palisade. So mm. that thought is in there. Oh. And then, and then there, there's him. And so he ends up saying, telling his dad, this is where he wanted to go. And his dad stayed out of him. And I called his dad and told him he, he was coming to Crenshaw. He couldn't believe it, you know, because <laughs> he thought it was going to be a big challenge. But what you, what, what, what you had in him is what you don't have in most of your player, an unbelievable gym rat. I mean, that's another difference, Chris, between back then and now. I'm not. T- I'm. T- I I've had guys come to open run, Chris. They got their shoes in their hand. They come in the door, and it don't look like it's all that. They bounce. They bounce. You they know, show up. They show up, and then if it doesn't look, yeah, right? they don't. See, they don't see any guys that's ranked, and they don't oh. see any. Okay. I've had that happen so much, and I have a great open run with the last open run I had but Tuesday. Before. Tuesday night. No, it was a it it, 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 it was during the summer. It okay. was a Tuesday night league. Okay. And uh and I, we ran it like twice a week, just open run, guys in town, guys nice. whatever, generational, going against all of the stereotypes of black men getting together, having fun, no fights, no nothing going on. Everybody respecting me when I gotta break the calls and, and all that. But KJ was one of those guys. KJ has earned the absolute right. KJ was working out three times a day during the summer mm. morning. Then he come over with us and then he go over to another trainer and just think he's doing that stuff for like the last two, three years, you mm. know, and wanting to do that. And it was just a matter of time. As you know, many players uh, in the city are overlooked. There are some preconceived, the biggest preconceived notion is that the players are not going to be eligible. I've got a kid at UCLA right now who played for me for four years and got into UCLA with a 4.2. Damn. They don't, they don't know that. And wow. he's going to walk away from UCLA. And so, That's like sick. I always tell people, you can't go to college if you don't have the academics. So the academics must be there because guys are going to college. But, K, but, but speaking of KJ, he stayed down. He grinded. And uh, he never got upset. He felt dished, you know, but he never got upset. And he kept doing the same thing that um, that he's been doing. And this is one of the, the guys that, you know, earned it. And he's just not going to do anything to get better. As a matter of fact, I think Santa Barbara offered him two weeks ago. Uh, and nice. he's talking, setting up for a bid. I think Long Beach is on his tip. He played in a jamboree. J.C. Jamborees is one of the great places to recruit. 
his team went three and one. Uh, and so he's, you know, he's, he's sought after now. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.
No, definitely. I mean, we I saw him the Drew League and against men, and he was absolutely destroying people. Uh, yeah. the, just his pace, the control, the yeah. you know the, the the stop and go, the the hesitation, yeah. you know, just the stuff, and then the smooth nature of everything that he does. I mean, it's like really, I don't I don't get excited over a lot of guys, but if I do see a guy game that I, I like a lot like I get excited and KJ is one of those guys that, that I, I truly uh got excited about but man I think it's dope what you just talked about the academics the kid that got the 4.2 that's at UCLA that's that's something that's overlooked and a big misperception misconception of the city guys is that you know everybody's gonna be a non-qualifier etc cetera, etc cetera, right. where right. you're and you're proving that stereotype wrong you had another player Kevin Ebrickway I believe he graduated uh, recently, right? Or was it one of the Brickway brothers? Or yeah, he's almost he's almost four years ago. First of all, with them, all three of them are college graduates. Yeah, and I, and I coached all three of them. One yeah. uh, went to San Diego State. One is at Irvine now. Yeah, and Kevin went up to Regis, full scholarship, forty eight thousand dollars a year. Yeah, uh, and still was not totally developed. Now he has since uh, he spent three years there. He has since uh, uh, left there. I think he's going to end up at uh, – he's got kind of like two years. I think he's going to end up at San Francisco State uh, or, some, or something right. like that. And, uh, and, uh, and so – no, he's, he's going to be at Cal State East Bay. I'll take that back. Okay, used okay. Be, used to be Hayward. Beautiful campus if yeah. you've been up there. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, he's there. The, the greatest story for me so far is, uh, is Cedric Lockridge. Cedric – was uh, the streets were calling him all of his life. He got into Crenshaw. He's, the streets were still battling him. He graduated and went up to Langston and tried to walk on. That didn't work out. He called me. You know, he's two years out of school. He called me one day, and I said, what's going on, man? He said, man, Coach, I, I, I got to get out of here. But I'm talking about my life right now. I called Imperial Valley College two years ago. I said, will you go up there? By, I said, ain't nothing to do up there. He said, that's exactly where I need to be. He went up there and led the state in scoring. Dang. And then he had like a grip of Division twos and Division three on his tip, and he ended up signing with Southern Alberta University. And I said, why did you choose them? He said, because I want to play international basketball. And they had about four guys that went international. And I went to his barbecue, Chris, about two weeks ago. I mean, I mean, I'm teary eyed because he made it, man. He's he, he's he's in Canada now. That's a great story, man. That that <laughs> see, that's what that's the beauty of this game, where basketball can take you, where a commitment, and then where right leadership mentoring can take you as well. I mean, I had a kid, and you remember Demarier? Sure. Uh, they went to do. Oh man, he's one of my yeah. favorite. So he was one of my favorite all time stories. So when I had him with the pumps. I had to fight for him to get. I had him and L with the pumps, but I had to fight for both of them. But you had uh, both of them? yeah, I had both of them. So I, and I was picking L up and, and Demario. <laughs> so I was picking Demario up too, but he offered like something forty eighth in Hoover. I'm picking L up, dropping him off. No, but so look. So that's why. That's why. Just like I saw Lamar this summer. I I, I don't know if I sent you the video, but that he had that. Um, uh, he was viral. He went viral this summer. I don't know if you saw the video. Yeah. 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 So, so I saw yeah. that. I saw L doing that. But Demar, but back to Demarie. So I hadn't heard. Yeah. So so Demarie, I coached him up, and this is the kid that was eligible one year of high school basketball at Norbach. He had struggled with grades. He hadn't played competitively. He was, you know, how did y'all connect? Look, 
Uh, I'm Hilliard. I, so I did. I did Narbonne's game. You know, I think it was the city championship or something during that crew in 2015. I did their game, and then I saw Damari, and I was just like, "Who is this dude? He was just <laughs> six four, just out there." I was like, "Yo!" So after the game, I inter- I interview him as player of the game. And right after we cut off camera, I'm like, yo, man, I'm coaching uh, the pump team, man. You trying to run with me this summer or what's happening? So I, I swoop him up right there. Um, so fast forward. So he plays for my team. You know, I mean, this is a guy that 360 on the Ball Brothers. He did a 360 dunk. We play in the Ball Brothers. He 360 and like looking at LeVar running by him. I mean, he's just he was just an unbelievable yeah. talent. So fast forward to, I believe, 2020 or 2021. I hadn't heard from Demarie. I had I didn't know what Demarie was up to. I know he had went to JUCO, and I didn't know anything. And then I'm reading on the on the internet. I think ESPN. He set like a record for rebounds by a guard in a game, Division One basketball at Oral Roberts. He had like 18 rebounds in a game. They make the tournament. This fool graduated from Oral Roberts. He's at Dominguez right now, getting his master's degree. And he's got these got to, I think he's getting married. I think he's getting married. Man, it's but it makes you just on the inside, bro. Like when you talk about teary-eyed, these are the type of dudes, these situations. If you see what these kids go through and what they have to overcome, man, to make it, man. And when they make it, it is the most amazing feeling. And just to be humbled to know that, you know, I might have had a little bit of something to do and no put doubt. and put them in certain places. And people can, man, it's just, it's just it, it makes everything all worth everything honest 100%. to god so man 100%. i feel i feel you on that you doing that that good work over there and uh keep it up man i appreciate you today taking the time brother we, we spent about an hour and a half on i know we can go an hour and a half more i know you got stuff to do coach but be, best of luck uh this year i hope i'm gonna stop by a few games i'm getting back into the high school thing so good. uh good. I, i'm gonna come through back to the show i haven't been to a game in a while i need to come yeah. see you Good. Um, but, but man, I appreciate you for coming on my brother. Thank you for having me, man. It's been uh fantastic. And, uh, I'm proud of you 100%. Thank you. I'm proud of what you you're doing here. And I'm proud of the time you put in the wheel as difficult as it may be. Cause you know, also he comes from you. So you learn something about yourself in that process. So uh, Max. Max. <laughs> <laughs> so have a good grade, man. Thank you again. All right, Ed, talk to you later, my brother. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Ed Waters. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and every body. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moment 
moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.